<laughs> Welcome to Facing Fear with Sarah. My name is Sarah McInerney Hawk. I am your host. I went from 30 flirty and thriving to 30 flirty and surviving. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 30, and prior to that, I had faced a lot of fears in life, which led me to creating this podcast in 2019. Fast forward, here we are many years later, and I've interviewed over 100 different guests with many stories of how they face fear while remaining unapologetically authentic. That is what we are here to do, encourage you to live your life unapologetically and authentically. The Facing Fear world recently got a little bit bigger because a new part of it is in the world, and that's my book, my very first book. It's called Does Carcinoma Mean Cancer? It covers the four days between being tested for cancer and finding out that I had it, and the funny things that happened in between. Well, you know, funny, happy, sad, etc. It can be found anywhere on Amazon, and it's a graphic memoir, which means it is 70% art, 30% text, and it's 74 pages long. So it's something you could read in one sitting, revisit multiple times because the art has a lot of dual meanings and I'm so proud of it. Go check it out on Amazon or facingfearwithsarah.com backslash book. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Well, it's been a while since I have plugged in my microphone, lit everything up, made sure all my on-air lights were on. You know, I'm looking over at Roman. I don't want to wake him up. Sleeping, taking a nap. Christmas lights are on outside as the dusk starts to settle here in Indianapolis, Indiana. I finished a long work day and... I actually feel okay. I feel pretty peaceful, which brings me to why I'm here to talk to you. It has been over a year since I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And for the last year, I've documented almost every single piece of the journey. And just looking back now as I scroll through episode titles and Instagram photos and captions, I really don't think there's anything that I left out as I told all of you and brought you with me on this journey. And I don't think there's anything more that I could ask for from you as a listener, friend, family, Instagram, social media friends. There's really nothing else I could ask from from you at this point. Cancer is really interesting in that it is one of the most lethal diagnoses that you can get, yet it's such a unique, long process to ensure you get rid of it and it never comes back. And then if you are lucky and you're like me, you graduate one day and you're just expected to go back into the real world. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So a really quick recap. I was diagnosed with stage one invasive ductal carcinoma in October of 2021 at the age of 30. I found a dimple that once I felt around was actually a lump and was kicked down the cancer path 
from there. In December, my husband and I did IVF because we are 30 and don't have any kids yet and we would like to in the future. And because you just don't know which way the cancer road is going to take you, it was recommended to us to do IVF to ensure we had fertility options beyond cancer. And it's a damn good thing we did because I got the full four course meal of cancer. In January of 2022, wow, oh my gosh, oh my God, this is so freaky. Ah, I'm recording this on December 12th of 2022, and my surgery was January 12th, 2022. Holy shit. Ah, just, just when I think the magic of this podcast has ceased to exist, it's always there. It's always there. Ah. What a cool little sparkle. Exactly 11 months ago, right? 12 minus one is 11. Yes. 11 months ago, I had surgery called a bilateral mastectomy and I had plastic surgery immediately afterwards. So I had a bilateral mastectomy, which means I got rid of all of my breast tissue in both breasts. It turns out I had more cancer in the original breast where I found it. And then I had a little bit in my lymph nodes. So I've healed from that surgery pretty well. Although that area, my chest is still very tight. I stretch it out a lot in yoga before, after workouts, et cetera. But my scars look really great. I can do multiple push-ups, pull-ups, you know, handstands, all of those fun things. I kind of, I kind of dabble in and out when it comes to emotionally healing and having what is actually considered a prosthetic with fake boobs. Um, I no longer have feeling in my breast areas. I can feel like right down the middle of my sternum. I can feel underneath. I can feel like right below my collarbones, but really when it comes to what we think of as boobs, I don't have a lot of feeling there. Specifically in my nipples, which I did get to keep my own nipples, which was awesome because it helps you look more normal and feel more normal, but they do not have feeling or function, which is a big bummer. (laughs) So I had that surgery 11 months ago. Then three weeks after the surgery, I... Went to a doctor's appointment with the cancer doctor, the chemo doctor, and the radiation doctor. And when those big-time doctors make time to see you all at once, you can pretty much assume the news is not good. And that's how it went for me. Due to the small amount of cancer they found in my lymph nodes, they told me I would be going down the chemo and radiation paths. I was scheduled to do eight chemo rounds from February to February, March, April, May, May. So I was supposed to have four months. And then three months into it, I had an allergic reaction. I had to switch to a different chemo, which kicked me out to an entire six months of chemo. Chemo was brutal. Um, Physically, it wasn't so bad for me, but emotionally, it was really, really rough. And I still have some of those emotions and unsettling just kind of thoughts and ability to handle what I went through to this day. I did lose all of my hair. I lost some of my eyebrows, not all of them. 
and I lost a decent amount of my body hair, which obviously was really nice, (laughs) but that's all back now. After chemotherapy, I got a month off and then I did 25 rounds of radiation. In my experience, radiation was the VIP of cancer treatment. It was super easy. It took literally 10 minutes from door to door. Uh, The worst part about it was just going to the cancer center every single weekday for five weeks. And actually mine ended up being over six weeks because there was holidays and such. But yeah, that was the only bad part about radiation for me. Luckily for me, I did not burn or anything like that. And then I rang the bell on October 14th. Nope, that's my anniversary. I rang it on the 12th. Damn, the 12th is a is a day for me. I rang it on October 12th. October 14th was my diagnosis anniversary, which is what I call my cancerversary. Everybody um, has a cancerversary, but it kind of depends like what they use it for. And then I got a month off, and then now I am on monthly shots right to my ass. Yep, butt shots monthly because cancer is so ridiculous. It's laughable. And then in February, I will start tamoxifen, which is medication. The butt shots are called Lupron and tamoxifen, the medication. This combination is to put me into chemical menopause because my cancer fed off of hormones and they are trying to keep the hormones away. So my poor body, (laughs) like I look down and I'm like, is everybody good in there? (laughs) And by everybody, you know, I mean like my guts and my heart and my veins and all of those things, (laughs) because sometimes I'm not really sure. I actually wrote this post recently about being very thankful for my heart, and um, I want to read it to all of you. So I wrote a few days ago, I am especially thankful for my heart, the organ itself. Together, she and I have faced quite the arduous year. The heart is four precious chambers connected to valves that travel through the body like our own unique roadmap. My heart has kept me alive for 31 years, giving me another tomorrow to wake up to thousands of times. The consistent thumps inside my chest remind me that tomorrow is worth fighting for when I know my life has and will have experiences powerful enough to continue to make it beat. I've never had any medical heart problems. Instead, my medical needs have revolved around my lungs, knees, broken bones, my head, and my mind. All the while, my heart has been pumping life through me in the background, sometimes barely noticeable. In her 30th year, my heart really outdid herself. She kept beating, working, and carrying my body through a life-changing diagnosis, 24-hour medical decision windows, body-altering surgery, and six months of filtering, fighting, and pushing the Red Devil and other chemo pals through every vein on my roadmap. She healed broken cells that died or barely survived 25 rounds of radiation, and she continued to show up every day, even when my mind was sad, depressed, confused, and lonely. My heart gave my brain enough energy to continue my career and some level of happiness and normalcy. Today and forever, I'm especially thankful to you, my heart. I wrote this on my 
day or on the day I got my port removed. Um, a port is a little device that they insert right under your collarbone that threads into one of your main blood vessels right to your heart so the chemo can get to where it needs to go quickly. And I've been living with that port since February. And so I wrote at the end of the post, goodbye port that's been living with us for 10 months. Hello, life beyond cancer. You know, we just went through Thanksgiving, Christmas is around the corner, feeling very thankful, but mostly I'm just feeling thankful to be alive. <laughs> I definitely don't look like the girl who went into this fight. I, I look different. I feel different. I have a different perspective. I have different ideas about things, different relationships, new ones, lost ones, etc. cetera. Um, I, I definitely went through it in so many different ways. And it's been a really challenging, shortest, but longest year of my life. Through this time, there have been so many episodes. Um, I'm not actually sure how many there were, but there were so many episodes that I did. There were 11,000 listens between all of the episodes. I sold over 200 pieces of F Cancer merch. I started a TikTok. I was active on Instagram and social media. I wrote some blogs. I wrote some short, you know, essays and stories. And I really put my journey out there. And I recently got this amazing device called a Remarkable. And it's a tablet that feels like paper. It's so amazing. It's the best thing ever. Um, feel free to DM me if you want to ask me questions about it, but you'll probably see me post using it all the time. But I wrote this little doodle. I wrote this doodle? I drew this little doodle. And if you can imagine, on the top half of the paper, well, okay, on the top half, the top fourth, okay, so like four inches down on an eight by 11, okay, I wrote squiggles to look like water. And then I drew someone who was um, treading water. So their head was above the water, but they're definitely using a lot of energy from their body to tread water and stay up. There was also a lot of ripples coming from this person because they're actively moving and talking and yelling and all of that. Then I drew a person sitting on the bottom and they were sitting with their legs crossed, their back straight up, and their hands in kind of a meditative position with their eyes closed and a slight smile on their face. I wrote some words along the ripples at the top, including podcasting, posting, social media, commenting, writing, sharing, yelling, talking, all these things that are outwardly loud. And then at the bottom, I wrote by the person who was peaceful I put little bubbles by them and I wrote peaceful, looking inward, self, love, quiet, thoughtful. And I feel like in my life, I have a really hard time existing between those two. I'm either all in or all out. And I actually am that way with so many things, with eating healthy, with working out, with projects, with side hustles, creative things. I'm either all in or all out. And I just can't like get the balance to be between the two. And as I think about 
next year because the new year's right around the corner and everything I've been through this year, I have not gotten to process this year or grieve it because you're moving through it so quickly and you have to keep going. You don't really have a choice that there wasn't a lot of times when I was really sad or actually got to thought about, thought about, think about everything that happened to me. And so as I think about next year, I think I want to be more like the person that I drew that was sitting at the bottom of the water peacefully with their legs crossed and a slight smile on their face. And that means I want to dedicate less time to being on a computer and my phone and more to paper and pen and my remarkable and doing art and things with my hands. I want to read more and write more. I want to do creative things and do art like I never have before because cancer had me doing a lot of art and it was so fun and so cool and so expressive and I'm just like given a little prompt and I just explode from there. It's been so, so wonderful to kind of lean back into that childlike adventure of having an imagination and painting and coloring and I've done so many, so many different art things and I, w- I want to do more things like that. So as you can guess what that means, the less time I spend on a computer and on my phone, the less I will be able to dedicate to this podcast and to the Facing Fear world and social media. I feel like for the past few years, I've been very unsure of what I want to do with my life, what I'm capable of, what I'm not capable of, and... I'm still not sure, but one thing that I've always wanted is to just have a break. And as much as I wish I could have like quit my job or left my work altogether this year, not because I don't like it, but because it would have been awesome to just handle cancer by itself. But unfortunately, that's not how salaries and health insurance work in this country. Um, I think I need a break. And I want to share another post with you all that I wrote over um, my Thanksgiving travels. Okay, so here it is. If life is like a river, I spent 29 years flying through the current, only taking the twists and turns I sought out while going faster and faster. And then at 30, I smacked face first into a boulder and was propelled down a side stream I didn't even know existed. Although I was afraid of this new route at first, I learned to flow with these waves. Every current was unexpected. Sometimes I rode through them, pushed myself around, or almost drowned beneath their height. Riding riding through this new side stream has cost me my breasts, hair, and the body I used to have. My mind isn't the same and my perspectives changed, but I survived. Now and in the future, I want to live more peacefully. I got to try out this new lifestyle as I traveled from the East Coast to the West to the South, touching eight states in just six days. On one leg of my trip, I I spontaneously decided to skip the last leg to my trip South and turn my layover into a sleepover in Denver with my best friend and her partner in their new home. Those 16 hours spent discussing life over pizza, sleeping in their guest room, waking alone with their pup, and exchanging heartfelt conversation while eating brunch with a friend who knows me unlike anyone else was healing, 
slow, and present. It was a small cost to find another flight the next day to my final destination in comparison to the ability to slow life down. These little moments can mean the most, and I hope to meet more of them in the future. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to in 2023. And maybe that means that I, you don't hear from me for a while. I kind of take this side hustle in a different direction. Maybe I just do art with pen and paper and paint. I don't know. I don't know what it means, but I do know that I want to write so much more. I want to explore myself again and look inward instead of constantly looking outward and doing and going and being fast and working and creating. I want to create for myself and I want to create from within myself. So I'm not really sure what next year looks like. I, I wonder how you're feeling as you think about next year coming in just a few short weeks. But personally, for me, it's been a long and hard and intense fast past two years. Uh, my husband and I got married. We turned 30. We bought a house. We redid a lot of the house. We had house complications. We got a dog. We traveled. We were in weddings. We went to a million bachelorette and bachelor parties. We handled and conquered and survived cancer. We went through IVF. We kept our jobs. We somehow, neither of us didn't get fired. (laughs) We've really done so much over the past two years. And I think if I don't slow down now, I won't be able to in the future. Life only gets more complicated, more challenging, busier, etc. And I think that my, bo- my mind and my body could really use a rest. When I think of my goals and what I want to do, I, I don't know, you know, I don't, I'm not really sure, but I do keep coming back to the image of that person sitting cross-legged at the bottom of the water with their bum comfortably on that little bed of sand with little bubbles floating away as they breathe in, breathe out. Okay, in my drawing, this person can breathe underwater, okay? Um, (laughs) With that smile on their face, their eyes closed, and facial expression and muscles relaxed. I think I want to be more like her. So what I can tell you from here is that I will continue to use my personal social media, which, of course, you can find anywhere. I... Hope to put out some writing. I may jump on here every once in a while when I have something to say. And I love, love, love all of you for listening and supporting. I just need a little time to myself and a little time to look inward. I also would like to consume more podcasts and books. And I need some time to do that, you know? So... I'm going to take a, take a break, take a turn from being the creator for a little bit and just consume and learn and love and slow down and close my eyes and be peaceful and do yoga and meditate and come up with some new happy, healthy habits for myself 
and just celebrate my mind and my body for making it through an insane year. And I've got a lot of anniversaries coming up, you know, in only a month, in a month, duh, because it's the 12th, in a month will be my one year anniversary of my bilateral mastectomy, which actually for me is technically one year cancer free, because as far as we know, and by we, I mean myself and my doctors, we got all the cancer on my bilateral mastectomy surgery, but we did chemo and radiation to ensure that it's really, really, really freaking gone. And then the shots and the pills are to ensure that it really, really, really goes away. So already a month to go and I celebrate a really amazing anniversary. I do have a little project coming out that I will share. It is a short story that I have written and worked with an artist to illustrate. So I have a short illustrated story coming out. Um, I'm still thinking of title names for it, but it's, I think I'm going to make it like a little ebook. I might sell it. I might give it away for free. I don't know. I got to talk to my collaborator, but this is a part of my cancer story that I didn't document and I didn't take photos of. And I probably talked about it, but I don't have any kind of documentation. And it's one of the most life-changing parts of my story. And I think so many people will relate and it kind of helps people understand. So I'm so excited about that. Again, probably will be on my social media. So use the links in the uh, show notes below to follow me. And I want the best for you. And I thank you and I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. You made it to the end of the episode. So I'm gonna give you a little surprise. I was recently published in the Wildfire Magazine. It is the first and only publication for and by those who are too young to be affected by breast cancer. And you can go get this issue at a discount. So visit wildfirecommunity.org and use code wildfire15 or even better, use the link in my social media, in the show notes today. And if you use that particular link and the code, you can not only save yourself money, but you can also earn me a little bit of money as I get a kickback from every purchase used under Sarah's link. So go check it out in the show notes. The issue is themed the new normal and This is relatable for anybody who's been through some kind of storm in life and is trying to figure out who they are and who and what and how and why life goes on afterwards. So check it out. Go visit wildfirecommunity.org. Use code wildfire15 to save on your version of a print or digital copy of the latest issue called The New Normal. Thank you so, so much for your support.